Right Network presents, right now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. to Right Now on New Right Network. I'm your host, Rebecca Horvath, and with me today is Alexandra Harley. She is a military wife and a singer-songwriter and a social media commentator. And we're going to get to know her today. Alex, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm, I'm only 25. Um, I only recently started being more vocal on Instagram and social media in general, um, probably a little bit more towards the end of 2019, really took the leap there and uh, I was like, listen, you know, I have a voice and it needs to be heard and I'm proud conservative and I'm proudest for my president. So I've just been nonstop creating content on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok now um, to kind of get more awareness about the conservative movement, especially with election being so close. Definitely, and it's good to have some younger people um, kind of jumping in on that too, because um, as we all know, a lot of times the younger folks are, are, are not conservative yet, maybe someday. <laughs> um, tell us a little more about the TikTok video that just went viral. Yeah, so I've actually, I had two at the same time, and I know the one that you want to talk about was the child trafficking. So um, it's kind of crazy because I, when I uploaded it, I didn't even think that it was going to go viral. I kind of upload with the mindset of this just needs to be heard. And if people get to see it and it gets out there and it reaches a lot of people, then great. Then I did my job and I'm happy about it. So I was pleasantly surprised when I woke up and saw that it had 1 million views, which was, uh, thank the Lord, because that's definitely a topic that needs to be talked about more. Um, and I just wanted to, to raise more awareness and I'm, I'm glad I did. It reached a lot of people. Definitely. And it's, um, TikTok is actually a pretty common way that, um, children are pulled into the human trafficking. So that's really amazing that you could use that platform to speak out against it. Um, tell us, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. (laughs) Um, tell us about some of your other projects. You're a singer and songwriter. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so. and we'll come. We'll come back to the good stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've always been, uh, you know, into music and everything. And originally, um, as I was growing up, I wanted to pursue a career in music, but I also wanted to be more vocal in politics as well, um, because I just have such a strong voice. I feel like, and um, you know, with my background, my father being an immigrant and my husband being active duty in the army, I was like, you know. I can still be a singer and I can still write music, but I definitely want a voice. And I'm kind of leaning more towards the political area as well, because um, in the music industry, as everyone knows, it's very liberal. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to a uh, performing arts college conservatory at one point in New York City, um, about a year and a half before the 2016 election. So you can imagine how tough that probably was to be at a very liberal school with mm-hmm. very conservative views. So um, I definitely won't give up music, but it's definitely not going to be 
something that I put all my eggs in one basket because, you know, being a conservative, you're not going to get the same opportunities. Unfortunately, that's how this works. I wish that it didn't work that way. Um, but I've just been kind of going with the flow and I write a little music here and there. Um, now I'm writing more. I have a song that I want to put out soon called Soldier and it's going to be dedicated to the military. So I definitely think that with my political views and my music, I can combine them into, into one. And that's mm -hmm. definitely a goal of mine in the future. Definitely. And one can kind of give you more, um, more of an audience with the other. So yeah. you can hopefully combine them both. And I, I heard you would love to sing the Star Shangle Banner for President Trump. Oh my gosh, President Trump. If that would be awesome. Interview. I would love to sing. Woo. I would love to sing the national anthem when you get elected again in 89 days. So <laughs> cross your fingers. That would definitely be such a goal of mine. I, I did meet Trump Jr. And um, I'm, sometimes I like to message him on Instagram and send him my singing videos and be like, hey, uh -huh. to this. So who knows? Anything can happen at this point. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit. I, I read your blog post about your college experience. So I thought our viewers might be really interested in, in that. So can you go into that a little bit more? You touched on it, but tell us a little bit more about how you were able to um, kind of come out of your conservative shell at, at such a liberal college. Absolutely. I definitely think it's a story that a lot of uh, conservative students can kind of resonate with. Um, you know, it's funny because when I started that school, it was only a two-year conservatory. So I started it at the end of 2014 and I graduated at, um, in 2016. So when I first started, I wasn't, I was political, obviously, on my Facebook and stuff like that. But, you know, I didn't really let people know exactly what my views are until uh, the year, my second year, 2015 into 2016. And that's when I started to get more vocal when the New York uh, Police Department came to our school to hold a, a shooter, an active shooter drill, um, which I thought was very, very good because um, it really kind of, it helped me personally if something like that were to happen, though it's a shame that we have to think about things like that happening. Um, it really helped me if, if I was ever caught in that situation, kind of what I would do, what mindset I would be in. But a lot of kids in that school did not like that. And parents were emailing the school saying that their kids were traumatized and, and you know, all of the sensitive sort of topics that they like to throw out there. So I remember I, it all kind of all started when I got into a debate with a few students. It was like me against five other students. We were debating about gun control and so forth. And then I went up on Facebook and posted this blog and I had all of these students from the school like targeting me on Facebook for being a conservative and being pro-gun and supporting Trump. And, and um, I got a lot of hate and I was, I was bullied a lot on social media from the students of school. I remember having to go into school and not being able to basically say or talk about anything politically. And while I was in my classroom, my, my professors were kind of bashing Trump and bashing Trump supporters. And I couldn't even defend myself because my grade would suffer or my future career opportunities would suffer. And it's so sad that we have to even worry about something like that. We have the First Amendment, we have free speech. We should be able to show our support for the president, no matter who is in office. You know, um, I know a lot of us probably weren't a huge fan of Obama, but never did I criticize people for 
supporting him or anything of that sort. So I feel like college campuses especially, I had it a little different. I wasn't a typical college, um, but I feel like it could resonate with regular college students anyway because they're constantly being targeted for their views. So I just kind of, I stood my ground. Um, I didn't let them silence me. And it, it kind of triggered them a little bit, but that's what you got to do. You got to push back mm -hmm. sometimes. You can't let them step all over you. We're not a doormat. You know, we have our own voices. We have our individual voices and, our, and opinions, and we should be able to uh, state them, so. Right. Sometimes we're the silent majority because we don't have a choice. We have, we get silenced. <laughs> so it's great that you're willing to speak out because I know a lot of us do feel the same way. And we, we struggle with that, with, with sharing it on social media and so forth. Um, and I, I saw you even had um, one made a fake Twitter account for you. I mean, you, you're getting a lot of hate, unfortunately. I feel like I've made it now when I have a account <laughs> being made about me. So yeah. <laughs> in a way, I was kind of flattered. I was like, wow, like, I guess I'm, I'm doing something right if people are going to go out of their way to, you know, hate on me or seek me out um, because mm -hmm. of my political views, which is so crazy. And you see it all the time, too, with, with people. And that's why people don't want to come out and, and say their, their political views. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, mm -hmm. if you are a conservative, and, and liberals don't see this as much, you can lose job opportunities. Your family right. can disconnect from you. You can lose friends. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much can be affected in your life just for supporting someone that other people don't like. But um, that right. Twitter account was definitely, uh, definitely entertaining. Luckily, I got enough people to report it and it's gone, but who knows, another one might pop up tomorrow. So you gotta always be prepared. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Well, you're you're definitely going into the crowd and, and speaking out. And I appreciate that. Um, let's see. I know you've also um, encountered the common thing that most of us ladies are encountering, where people will say, "Oh, you can't support Trump. How can any woman support Trump?" Tell us why you support him. Well, I support him because he's not a typical politician. Most politicians are corrupt, they're sneaky, they don't do what they say they're going to do. And I love that, you know, Trump, he follows through with what he's going to say. And, you know, when I voted back in 2016, I didn't vote for a perfect person. You know what I mean? I'm a Christian, and the only perfect thing is, is Jesus, is God, and, and no one is perfect. And, and I know that Trump is not perfect, but I didn't vote for a perfect person. I didn't vote for somebody that, you know, was more careful with his tweets or his words. I voted for someone that I knew was going to follow through with his word. He loves this country. He supports our military. He wants to protect conservatives' rights, their First and Second Amendment that is constantly being tarnished by the left. Um, and he's bold, he's brave, and he's not afraid to fight back the media. So that was really just kind of what it was at the time. And, and now, I mean, it stayed that way too. But um, you know, it is so funny too, because kind of going back to when I was at college in New York City, I had one person kind of tell me that that my value as a, as a woman is is tarnished because I'm voting for Trump, and and it's just it kind of baffled me because it's like you're sitting here saying that that I'm I'm degrading myself, but look at what you're doing to me now. But you're degrading right. me. Who I'm supporting. Um, so I, I find it very hypocritical. Um, so, and, and people always talk about women wanting to, and how they should 
think for themselves. And when we finally do that, they don't like it because it's not in the way that they wanted us to. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I voted for him because he's, he's a true patriot. He loves this country um, and he's going to do everything that he can to protect his citizens and, and fight for us, fight for our freedoms. And that's why I love him. So. Very well said. Yes, I agree completely. Um, tell us a little bit more about your newest role as a military wife. I saw you you just got married um, a few months ago. Is that right? Yes. Uh, actually. Okay. Congratulations. Almost, um, almost a year ago. It'll be a year, okay. um, September 21st. Okay. So, um, I'm Congratulations. So Thank you. I'm still, it's so weird. I'm, I'm only 25, um, but I feel like it's kind of like the new norm to kind of get married at a, a younger age. And I'm not complaining because then I get to enjoy more of my life with my person. So um, mm -hmm. it, it was so exciting. And, and I'm, I'm, like I said, I am probably one of the most patriotic people that you will ever meet. Um, I love this country so much. Um, and I'm so proud that my partner, that my spouse is serving this country and that he's, he's able to sacrifice his life for this country and for our freedom. And um, it just constantly makes me proud every day to, to have someone like that, to be married to someone where people look at him as a hero. He's my hero no matter what job he would have, but it's nice that he's kind of uniformed as a, as a hero in this country. And, and it's kind of cool. You gotta, I, I met a few military spouses um, and I'm still kind of getting more acclimated to like the military lifestyle. Um, but, um, but it's fun. It's definitely fun. We are actually in, um, we're near Washington DC now, which is so cool because I get to go to the, the monuments in DC all the time. Mm -hmm. which I love, so mm -hmm. plain. <laughs> definitely great city. Wonderful place to visit. Um, so we appreciate your, your service as a as a military wife, and we appreciate your husband's service, and he is, is a hero to everyone. He's not just your hero, he can be a hero to everyone, and that is a really awesome thing. Um, yeah, well tell us a little bit more about your work with Turning Point USA. Yeah, so um, I got in with Turning Point USA as an ambassador um, at the end, I think it was back in October of 2019, and um, I actually first, heard about them because I went to a Students for Trump launch party in Vegas last summer. Um, it was very cool. It was kind of the first Trump and like conservative event that I've ever been to. So I was kind of nervous, didn't know what to expect. And at the time, I also wasn't political on my Instagram yet. So in a way, I sort of had to hide a little bit of why I was in Vegas, mm -hmm. which I, I, now I look back and I, I regret doing that. And luckily I didn't do it for long. I think like two months later, I, I came out like on Instagram, like full fire, like I'm conservative, I'm a Trump supporter. But um, mm -hmm. I went to the Students for Trump launch party and I met a few uh, girls that work at Turning Point. And, um, you know, I kind of stayed in contact with them the uh, like, you know, months after that. And that's when I joined as an ambassador. And um, I think it's such a great organization. It's such a great platform to kind of bring more conservatives in, more young conservatives, because that's what we need. You know what I mean? We need, mm -hmm. you know, the, the left, they ride on their young liberals that, that jump on the bandwagon and they're like, you know, they're brainwashed because all they do is listen to the media. And so it's nice mm -hmm. to have a platform to kind of guide young conservatives. And, and then my first 
and only Turning Point USA event that I've been to just because COVID hit. So I haven't been to any of the other events, but mm -hmm. back in December, I was at um, the uh, SAS, they call it SAS. It's a, a, a summit and it's basically um, a bunch of conservative uh, speakers, leaders, um, commentators are speaking at this event and they're just guiding these conservatives. And it was such a great thing to witness being in a huge room of like-minded individuals. And mm -hmm. uh, that's actually where I met Trump Jr., which was probably the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but, um, it's such, I love working with them because they really embody the conservative movement and you know they're just constantly guiding people they're constantly guiding young conservatives and young college students kind of getting them away from that education system that is constantly feeding them you know a liberal mindset so i think it's really important as well to be involved in a platform like that um, because you don't see it too often and again as the years go by and and also depending on what this election holds um there's more and more conservatives coming out more and more young conservatives coming out i i remember i was posting my tiktoks and i've had you know students messaging me saying that i changed their mind like i they were a liberal and they saw my tiktoks they saw my videos my posts on instagram and um and it, and it changed their mind and it really got them thinking they did more research and they noticed that you know, the liberal side is not their side and they wanted to be a part of the, the right side, which is such a great feeling. And with Turning Point, it's like 10 times more. That's exactly what they're doing. So it's such a great mm -hmm. to be a part of. And I definitely think it was a reason, Turning Point was a reason why, um, you know, I've kind of built my platform even more. So I got to thank them for that a lot as well. So definitely. Well, what was your turning point where you said you decided to start sharing more on your Instagram and kind of coming out of the conservative uh, woodwork? What made you decide to just go for it and to um, stop, stop being silent? Yeah, so I, I was always kind of vocal on Facebook and Twitter, but that was more of a personal account. So only family and friends and like people I went to school with followed those accounts. So those were the only people that really knew. And then um, originally, because I was pursuing more of a music career, um, I was kind of catering my Instagram to more like influencer type things and brand deals and so forth. And then eventually, you know, I was, I was following a lot of conservatives and I was envious of how they were just able to post whatever they wanted to post. Of course, not without getting backlash, but you could just tell mm -hmm. that they loved being able to post their opinions on Instagram. And I just kept getting this fire inside of me. Like, like I cannot stay silent anymore. Like there's only so much and so many people that I can reach on Facebook. I need to, mm -hmm. I need to kind of switch it over to another platform. And that is, and that was kind of my turning point a little bit actually right after last summer when I started to become an ambassador for turning point. That's when I kind of announced that I was a conservative on my Instagram and I lost a bunch of followers but it's all worth it because now my platform is growing and I'm gaining more followers every day. And, um, and that's really all that matters is, you know, the mm -hmm. followers that, that believe in what you believe and that will support you and they won't tarnish your image or they won't attack you for believing a certain way. So. Right. We definitely need more people willing to do that for sure. Um, where can people find you on, on your social media? 
Yes, you can find me um, at Living Life Like Alex on Instagram and on TikTok as well. TikTok and Instagram are at Living Life Like Alex. And my Twitter is at Real Alex Harley. So that is where I'm the most. I'm, I'm kind of building up my Facebook a little bit more, but, um, uh, but Twitter and Instagram and TikTok are like my big platforms right now. So that's where you can find me. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'm sure you're going to be getting a lot of new followers after our viewers get to see this interview. And you can find us at newrightnetwork.com and nrnplus.com. You can follow us on Twitter and all of our social media at New Right Network. Thank you, Alexander, and thank you all for watching. Thank you so much. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.